You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skalklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape of the Republic of South Africa. I want to go straight to the Stock Exchange News Service, if I can, Skalk, uh, because I'm looking at Impala Platinum coming up with their results this morning. The market obviously knowing what was going to go on and looking at the Platinum price, looking at the RAND price of PGMs and all those sort of things. But anyway, a spectacularly good set of numbers. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Let's 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 not beat around the bush, and 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 we'll we'll we will end off to, to to sort of have a little bit of a forward looking as well. But yes, and in general, it it was expected. I mean, um, and I'm just put this in perspective. I mean, they 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 are a you know palladium slash platinum, you know, more palladium these days, and and you know. Uh, Unlike unlike the gold price, which which we saw a massive spike in, in 2020, palladiums and platinums has remained strong. Remember, they had they, they wonderful year in 2019. But when we look at your your, your likes of your platinums and, and palladiums, they've remained pretty stable this year. We, we saw platinums started off this year, you know, scored at nine sixty three dollars, you know. Currently, run about let's call it nine nine oh eight nine ten dollars, and and palladium similar similar scenario. You know, palladium started the year off it's got one thousand nine hundred forty dollars. Now try trading two thousand two hundred seventy dollars. This has all been very very good. I think the stability for Impala Platinum has been very good, and 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 bringing out literally record numbers in terms of headline earnings per share, and the added bonus. Yes. You know, some companies and banks are switching off their dividends. They're switching it, so they're actually switching it on. So, in in, in general, it's very very good. Forward looking. There we go. So, 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 so what you're the, saying is they're attracting hmm. yield seeking investors. When other companies don't give you yield with the, that used to get, in other words, via dividends or distributions, whatever, whatever it is, property or banks, whatever, uh, these companies are printing money. They're digging stuff out hmm. of the ground and they are uh, making hay while the sun shines. And uh, investors are doing the same. Well, we're looking at we're looking at a company, a mining company that everybody was 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 talking about in in 2015, which you know I, I want to say not even use the word should because I was in a few interviews back then, which people actually said they are going to go down, they are going to be bankrupt, and and you know Impala Platinum, one of these companies yes. that was referred to as a company that's going to go bankrupt. Today, this is a company that's sitting with net cash. Wait for it, 5.7 billion rand. I mean, mm. they're making profits you know 16.1 billion rand in terms of headline earnings per share that's that's 20 rand 75 per share um and and when you put that on a historic pe basis we're not looking at an expensive company even lindsay we were looking at a company that's currently you know worth you know on a historic pe basis seven seven and a half times that is not just below but you have ten PE. This is this is ridiculously low PEs. If the if the analyst and I've used Thomson Reuters uh, consensus uh, forecast for for next year, so next year June, if they are correct, and remember this time around uh, that the surprise was on the upside, and let's say they they one hundred percent correct um, next year June, we're looking at a forecast EPS of of uh, let's call it 32 rand 63 for next year that places this company on a forward p of below 5 to be exactly 4.75 so 
Now, I think um, it, 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 it's now getting to the point where it's very hard to argue, you know, why a, a, a um, Impala Platinum does not justify any position in, in a personal portfolio. This is a very, very good result, and um, yeah, I must say, very happy. So, earnings per share 33 Rand, and uh, don't forget, this thing was 16, 17 Rand per share. Not that long mm, ago, yes. maybe two years ago. Do you remember that? that as, of, as of it was yesterday. So, yeah. um, and, and that's, that's, that's why we, you know, I keep on telling, telling investors, telling clients, telling people out there, be, be very careful to look around and listen to what people say, you know, telling you that, that, uh, you know, Bitcoin will be, you know, a hundred thousand dollars before, you know, the end of 2020. Oh, we're here at, at 2020, we're not at the end yet, but uh, yeah, we're not close to $100,000. No, we're not. No, people telling you in, in, in September 2015, it's called begin 2016, that um, uh, resource companies, um, the likes of the Anglos, Bulletins, Glencores, uh, Impala Platinum, Amplats, those companies will go bankrupt. Well, they didn't. They they flourished. We're sitting with a similar scenario now with, with the banking sector, and we'll touch on that a little bit later because we did uh, started off by talking about that last night, and I want to bring some perspective. But in general, just to end off on Impala Platinum, very good results, um, and yeah, I think very good prospects. I don't really foresee the rand, you know, suddenly going to your twelve, thirteen rand per dollars over the shorter term period. So the rand, I think, will play you know to their advantage, and I also can't really see you know the platinum and palladium prices retracting you know aggressively you know to a point where where they will um will start really eating into their into their future profits or well, it's called it one year profits so in general i think uh oh, still a good buy okay is a good buy a suntem suntem is a short-term insurance company and it is it fluctuates when there's a hailstorm it goes down when there isn't any claims or uh, there's fewer claims than usually it goes up when the stock market goes up it goes up as well suntem do you have a look at these sort of companies do you look at short-term mm, insurers i do okay go on then. i do I do. I mean, I, I didn't really do it in, in depth on on, on Santum because um, we, we currently do do prefer some of the some of the other insurance companies. But um, yeah, Lindsay, I think not good, but but not unexpected. I mean, they they've guided through this this whole process, and I must must uh, compliment you know Santum for doing so. Yes. Um, so so headline earnings per share, you know, down thirty three percent basic earnings per share. I mean, that's a that's that's they they actually just. Extremely lucky to still be be afloat. Only twenty four cents compared to you know just shaft ten rand last year. So it's big big drop. Um, they attribute most of these this call it um, big retraction in in profits um, due to COVID. And and they also made it clear that they don't really foresee um, that change soon. So they they feel that the company should remain under pressure. They also attributed a lot of their losses to market performance. Performances. Because remember, you know, when you look at a company, I'm going to use the most famous uh, insurance company, like for instance Berkshire Hathaway. Mm. Um, you know, these companies, we, we tend to forget that they actually use this money which they you know, provide for payouts. They, they 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 invest that. You know, when you got an environment where interest rates dropped off the way they did, it basically means that they're earning less. You know, from a from an interest point of view on their capital. You, 
put to, to create that a market that's been under extreme pressure because remember this this results is actually again up to the end of june so we've seen some some recovery since since end of june but in general the the the, the, the equity you know losses you know on, on the investments also attributed to to a very big portion on 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 the um, let's call it the retraction of the headline earnings per share would i be going out and buying you know I think I would give it another six months. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, Santam at, at current levels is in a similar scenario to Impala, which is screaming out, you know, uh, you know, massive buy. Mm. Still tra- trading around about, let's call it the 12 and a half P, which is not necessarily, you know, expensive. But I would say, you know, if you are uncertain and, and think most probably, and which I do think that, that, this earnings could be under pressure for another six months. We could see this PE go up a little bit further. So I would say just, you know, watch it. Just um, uh, I, I wouldn't be necessarily going out and, and, and really, you know, buying these, these this company currently. Okay, so yes to Impala, no to Santam. Let's have a look at the spot prices this morning. Yes to the round or no to the round? Who knows? It's 16.78 against the US dollar. It's 22.33 against the British pound. And the euro mm. rand is 19.83 with the euro dollar 118.15, which is uh, a dollar that's around about a third of a percent stronger this morning. So the, um, the dollar getting stronger, the euro getting weaker. It's just a short-term trend in a big trend, I think. Last night in the States, the Dow Jones, goodness me, 29,000 100, 29,100, up 1.6%, <laughs> stop laughing. The S&P was at 1.5% to 3581. The NASDAQ was up a percent to 12,056. This morning, the futures markets are all slightly, well, the S&P's down a little bit. Uh, no, sorry, the NASDAQ is down a little bit, the S&P uh, mm. up a little bit. But anyway, the, the point is that it just carries on and on and on. And I've seen so many theories about why it's going up. Uh, people goosing up the market with a couple of billion here and there with options and all sorts of things. But anyway, the market is going up. The gold price, because of the stronger dollar, is under pressure. It's down $17 an ounce to 19.37. Mm. The platinum price is down $16 an ounce to 9.13 and a half. Where's Palladium, please, Skulk? Palladium is a little bit stronger this morning. We're looking at a palladium price that is, is up $25, trading at $2,263. The oil price is down by two-thirds of a percent in the United States. That's the West Texas. It's uh, $41.25. And Brent crude oil in London is down 0.9% to $44.03 per barrel. And that was uh, 46 just a couple of days ago. So, uh, But it's still nice and steady. And I like the fact that it's so stable. At least people can, can hedge and can understand what their costs are if they do use no crude oil otherwise what have we got today anything in the diary or is it just one of those days just before labor day in the united states which is of course on monday and signals the end of the northern hemisphere or rather the u.s the u.s holidays yeah um normal normal stuff on a thursday we're looking at jobless claims firstly initial jobless claims and also the continuing jobless claims is going to come out from the from the u.s later today um i think things to look at um initial jobless claims they've you know Previously, it was still literally just over a million people. So they, they're hoping or consensus are forecasting currently that's going to dip just below the million mark. And uh, the continued jobless claims, they, they're looking, you know, we're looking that level, we're looking at about 14, 14 million um, you know, in terms of continued jobless claims. Not a, not a big, big expectation there. I think um, local front, uh, we'll, we'll touch on the markets. Um, I think the one thing that's currently, again, standing out, we, we had the chat last night, Lindsay, this is crazy. I mean, 
Local banks again this morning down 2%. Um, yes, the market is somewhat you know, yeah. softer. We're looking at a market that's about 80 basis points you know, weaker this morning. But um, you know, local banks, the local banking sector again, I mean, again down you know, over 2%. You know, I, I made the comment last night. Where I said, you know, we, we're just a, you know, a small, you know, small fish in a, in a big pond, which to a certain extent is very true. You know, when, when we look at the banking sector over the past two weeks, um, just to put this in perspective, up to the close of yesterday, um, we, we were looking at a local banking index that went a little bit up, went a little bit down, but in general, it, we're looking at a local banking index was down in random 3.3% over the past two weeks. Over that same period, when we look at the most well-known um, banking sector in the world, World, which is basically the NASDAQ uh, global bank sector, that over the same period in, in, in RAND terms also dropped down, you know, 4%. So over the shorter term period, we do see that um, the local banks are pretty much just following trends, you know, following suit, you know, to compared to their the international counterparts. We're still way behind because remember when, when we had that big drop off you know, up to the end of March, um, the South African banks dropped off a little bit you know, harder because we did see you know, a big um, weakening in the, in the RAND. We did see a, a, let's call it a downgrade in terms of our, um, our status, our summer status. Uh, and that did, did see we, you know, us dropping off. So as we currently stand, you know, we're looking at a, a index excluding any, you know, all dividends you know, for the banking sector locally, that is still down, you know, over 43%. That's up to the close of yesterday. So we're now, we're now getting very close to the fact where this index in, in, in capital terms lost half of its value in 2020 alone. When in was environment- it? Sorry, to go. I, mm. I need to put mm. this into context. Have a look at the end of March when the market reached its lows, I mean, globally as well as uh, locally. Uh, where was, for example, if you have a look at ABSA, because I'm looking at ABSA on my screen today, it's down two and three quarters percent on my 15 minute delayed screen at about 76 rand. 50. Can you tell me, obviously it bounced back from the end of March, uh, but obviously it's not bouncing back at the moment. In fact, it's retesting old levels. So have you got a screen in front of you where you can see what mm. ABSA, for example, because that's the bank I bank with, ABSA. Where was that? Don't laugh. It's a fine bank. <laughs> where was it in March? Where were we? Oh, March. Oh, we'll be back to March. So at the, at the worst point, when we, when we look at the, the, the big drop, um, let's call it... Um, uh, let's call it, uh, what was it, end of March. March the 23rd. Uh, that, w- yeah. that was down. That was down on that stage, you know, 58% currently down, you know, 48%. Yeah, but what was the, the levels? levels? Skull, have I'll, a look I'll, at your I'll graph and just give me the level because I'm looking at 76.50 at the moment. Where was it then? Because I'm just starting to lose track because these things keep on losing 1, 2, 3, 4% every single day, it seems to me. It is it, it it is crazy. So um, yeah, I can't bring up the the graph. I'll. Uh, it's, it's well, while you're doing up, that, I'll, I'll t- while you're doing <laughs> that, while you're trying to do that, investment professional that you are, I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you the uh, the top five up and down on the JSC according to my screen. Distel is up two and a half percent. That's probably because you and your family have been down the bottle store. Cartrack up two and a half percent. South Thirty Two is a one and a half percent winner. 
Capital and counties up one and a quarter percent, and AB InBev again uh, with the drinks theme up just over one percent, and also the Rand story as well. Uh, Standard Bank, this is where it gets interesting, or rather, not interesting if you're a fan of the banks and are a value investor. Three point one percent weaker for Standard Bank. Old Mutual down two point nine percent. Absa Group down two and a third percent, just below seventy seven, and Nedcor down two point three percent. Yeah, starting to become a little bit. Uh, problematic it's almost as though Mm. someone every single day is selling its stake or some entity is selling its stake in south african banks whether it be a local investor which i doubt or an international investor which is my theory someone's getting out of south african banks well it's not south african banks Lindsay. that's what i said yesterday it's 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 banks in general and and emerging market banks are just you know it's just sort of focused on emerging market banks. And I'll tell you why. Let's let's put this in, in perspective. So I actually went and looked at all the emerging market. Now, when I talk about emerging market, all the banks that's currently you know, finding themselves in the MSCI emerging market index. Now, when you look at the average, I mean, these these, these price to books, and I, and I looked at them end of last year, they were trading around about, let's call it the 1. 1. 1.2, 1.3-ish 1. Uh, levels. Um very similar to, to to South African banks, you know, we're still waiting for for First Rent, which um, they're going to bring out the results on the 10th of September. So that's the only bank that didn't really report. So when we look at the uh, uh, price to book levels, that they they still trading around about let's call it the 1.4, which is which is very similar to 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 international banks let's call it a year ago. Now those same banks, and when we look at our banks, I refer to the you know us being able to buy. Our local banks currently below book value. What does what does that mean? When you look at the price to book value, which is one of the let's call it more well known valuation methods. When you look at banks, I prefer to look at the price to book rather than the PE ratio. When you look at the the the, the, the price to book levels, they're now trading below one times. In in actual fact, they're trading at 0.8 which basically means you're buying these local banks at 80% of their book value. Now, everybody says, oh, man, that is crazy. You know, what a sell-off in South African banks. Hell, let's turn the clock. Let's just focus on on emerging market, um, uh, get a price to books. They also dropped off. They're also trading at 0.8. So, again, you know, small fish in a big pond. I, w- I wouldn't be focusing too much and saying there's something wrong with South African banks because the one thing that I can actually tell all listeners, that's that's the one thing that came out of the credit crisis back in, in 2008 to 2009, is that South African banks are one of, you know, they, they're in the world one of the best managed entities or banks, you know, you know globally. And, and we could see this, you know, through the through the, the results that we've already seen, you know, in Standard Bank, NetBank, and, and APSA as well. Is that they they they're really managing you know the adequacies they're really managing those those ratios, and do I think that they're gonna go under? Similar to what I've said in in on on resource companies in 2015, I do not think that. So would APSA still be with us in five years' time? I'm pretty sure it will. Will Standard Bank, yes. First Rand, and NetBank? Of course, yes. Great. So then, when we look at these current levels. We do. Would we say it's a, it's a buying opportunity or selling opportunity? I would definitely be 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 be, be saying this is buying opportunity. But if your expectation is going to be buy to try and make money by end of December, 
you're most probably going to be utterly, utterly disappointed. Because remember, we still need to to to, to get a you know one or two you know, more results, which most probably going to not look good and put put these banks under further pressure. I would definitely be buying at this, these current levels. I would be nibbling. Um, a strategy you know, which you can maybe look at is, is, is phasing in. You know, maybe buy a third of your your position into your portfolio now. Buy another third when you when you uh, let's say you put a timeline on it, another month or two, and buy you know the remaining third you know close to the end of the year. But I do think that you know looking five years ahead, looking ten years ahead, we're going to look back at these and say, remember those times we could buy local banks, as well as other emerging banks, you know, below their book values. Mm. Okay, so you're nibbling away. That's what you're saying. You're buying into these dips. Really? Undoubtedly. Mm. Undoubtedly. Okay. Undoubtedly. Uh, Have you had a look at the graph yet, or have you not managed to do that? Oh, yes. Where was it in March? Yeah, of course. I'm not not going to let you off the hook that easily. Where where was it at the end of March, please? It's 77. It's it's called 78 rand a share at the moment. Where was it in March? Correct. The, 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 the lowest point for, for APSA in terms of close was on the 30th of March. Right. And that, that it closed at 63 Rand 30. So yeah. it's, it's still some, 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 a bit off, you know, it's, it's, it's lows, but it's getting very, very close to remember it recovered, you know, from that, let's call it end of March levels. It did recover. We actually saw it by the 5th of June. This, the share price was over 100 Rand. In fact, actual fact, it closed 102 Rand. Now back to 77 Rand, you know, 60. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, this is shocking. But but as I alluded earlier, this just opens up for for the let's call it the patient investor. It opens up some some opportunity, you know, for buying. I'm just looking at uh, something called investing.com now, and I put in the ABSA share price. It gives you their their own version of, of technical analysis. It says moving averages: five minutes, fifteen minutes, hourly, daily, and monthly. Strong sell, strong sell, strong sell, strong sell, strong sell. <laughs> technical indicators: again, strong sell across the board. And summary is strong sell, strong sell, strong sell, etc. I don't think they want to buy this thing. Investing.com. The the trend is down on this share. You know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm laughing because you know, for, yeah. enough, I've got a I've got a screen open for TradingView.com again. Yeah. And and it's, it's exactly as you open open up a share price, I've got this big um, you know, gauge. It looks like a <laughs> looks like a half a, and, and, and it's immediately telling you again, strong sell. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think it it you know. The resource companies looked any different back in 2015, 2016. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, I'm going to use two, 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 two sayings. And that, the first saying is, is Warren Buffett saying, you know, you want to be buying, you know, when there's blood in the streets. Oh, yeah. you know? and, and this is typically typically the banks. The only problem is we've, we've likely seen that the, you know, Warren Buffett himself you know, is selling JP Morgan, selling um, Wells Fargo. So he's selling banks. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's sort of conflicting. You know, if, things, if, if this thing starts to break down below uh, 73, 74 rand per share, it looks absolutely horrible, Skalk. I'm sorry. It looks terrible. Mm. I mean, it could easily be coming up to sort of a, a, a double bottom here looking at this graph on investing.com. But uh, if it starts to break down, then it, the, the, the sky's the limit, or rather the, the, the seller is the limit because uh, it will be down in the wines and spirits. Uh, in the cellar, yeah, it, it doesn't look great. 
So, so you're referring to the technicals, yes. Uh, you know, we've I'm seen, just looking at a graph, which is an, it's an anthropological financial record of what uh, the APSA share price has done, and it, it, it's done terribly. Yeah, we've we've seen we've seen APSA since since that bottom in in March. We've seen APSA test you know these seventy four levels, you know one two three four times you know and and every time you know the seventy four rand levels you know held up and and we saw a bounce from those levels. But yeah, when when I look at the the moving averages you know both the two hundred day fifty day even over the shorter term when you look at the you know eight day and twenty one day, they you know share prices trading below all four of them and yeah. um, they are. Pointing you know, downward, when I say pointing downward, they're pointing downward aggressively. So, hence, strong sell. But, yeah, yeah. I think you know, when you get to longer, longer term period, I would say look at the 74 levels as maybe a, a, a first entry point. Uh, let's, let's, let's hope it, it holds up. I hope um, so too. And, uh, it's my bank. I don't want them to take away the uh, 4 rand 70 I have in my account <laughs> when they go bust. Uh, which they won't do, of course. Skulk, give me the indices after exactly an hour of trading, if you would, on the JC Securities Exchange. So, the, as we, we mentioned earlier, the, the JC All Shares a little bit weaker this morning. Well, when I say a little bit weaker, I'm actually coming very close to 1%. So, we're looking at a 70 basis point downward move on the JC, currently trading at 55,458. Mm-hmm. Uh, resource index, they down 44 basis points. Industrial index, they down 93 basis points. And financials, as we mentioned earlier, they also down 90 basis points. So, in general, not a, not a, not a, you know, a solid opening this morning, but um, yeah, sort of expected. You know, when we look at uh, the, the the east, the opening of the east this morning. You know, Australia, uh, most of the Chinese, uh, Japan you know, companies down. So, let's see, let's see how it ends. Let's do so, uh, Skulk. Thanks so much for your analysis this morning. That's Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.